Okay, so I am on the verge of tears right now. Not because of things here, but this is very serious, okay? I don't know when the last time I updated you guys about my Marvel binge-watching saga about, but I finished it, except, you know, the finale of Hawkeye isn't out yet. Eternals isn't on, you know, it's on not online. So I'm waiting for that. Oh my god, it's so cold. Okay. And obviously No Way Home. But No Way Home, it's the 19th right now. It came out on the 17th, Friday. I was going, I would have gone to see it on Saturday if this person who was going to take me with them to the theater wasn't going to another city. But now they are, so I'll have to wait till next Saturday, which is the 25th. Um, I don't mind because, you know... First off, the, it will be less crowded. The tears will be less crowded. Okay, second off, I'll have holidays from school till then. So I'll be free. And But the hardest thing to do since it came out has been avoiding spoilers. I purposefully deleted... I didn't delete Twitter, but I hid Twitter. I'm going to delete it right after this because I cannot take this anymore. So I'll be deleting Twitter. I deleted Twitter and I I didn't want to delete Instagram. Um, I was just following a couple MCU pages who said they weren't going to spoil spoilers. So I was like, okay, great. But now they are apparently doing that. So I unfollowed them too. Um, and oh my God. Okay. So I... It's literally 9 in the morning, and I woke up at 7, um, and I just I just checked Instagram, like, right now, and my friend, who hasn't seen any Marvel movie, but she knows I have, and she knows how fanatic I am, so she, you know how when Endgame came out, I didn't get to experience all that hype, which is why I'm so nervous for No Way Home, because I... I didn't get to live the endgame hype. I didn't get to live through the Infinity War thing because I didn't, I hadn't seen any Marvel movie yet, and I didn't have any plans to. So this is for me, the first experience that I'm ever gonna have as a Marvel fan, um, especially because it's just a peak. I literally just finished the entire MCU days before No Way Home came out. So. This is a once in a lifetime chance, and I really don't want to fuck it up. Um, so I I didn't delete Instagram because I was like, that's how I stay connected to all my friends and you know stories and shit. So I go onto Instagram today, and the first story I watch is my friends. Is she's a friend from school? <laughs> oh god, that reminds me of he's a friend from work. Okay, I am. I need to stop being distracted. Okay, so I t- look at the story and. You know how when Endgame came out, there's this one Swifty who said, since y'all want to be assholes to Taylor, Iron Man dies. I'm sorry that was a spoiler to you. Shit. But I mean, no way home just got spoiled for me, so I might as well just fuck it all up for all of you guys. No, I'm kidding. Um, Endgame, you know, I even when I watched Endgame, I knew Tony was going to die because I watched it like, 2021 of course it came out 2019 it was kind of inevitable to avoid spoilers by then so i knew tony was gonna die um 
So, you know how Diamond Swift was like, since you don't want me assholes to Taylor, Iron Man dies and 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 I'm not even joking. So this friend of mine, she had posted an Instagram post of such a tweet, but it said, since y'all want to be assholes to Taylor and this name, I don't I still don't know what this name is, but the name was blanked out and it says Dash dies in no way home and I'm not even joking. And okay. The same friend's sister is also my friend and yesterday at school at recess during recess this friend came up to me and she was like there were so many spoilers on Instagram oh my god and she was like and I was like don't fucking tell me anything at all I'll kill you right there and she was like yeah no I won't but she was like there is an aunt there is an aunt in Spider-Man, right? And I was like, yeah. And this was before I had seen the story. So even then I was like, fuck. If, because I know in, which movies was it? Um, one out of two and or Toby's movies. I think it was Toby's. I remember. Oh my God, yes. The comics. In the comics, Aunt May dies. <laughs> I can't believe this is the first time I said it out loud. Fuck. And I hope I'm so wrong. Um, so my friend was like, aunt, there's an aunt in, no, in Spider-Man, right? And I was like, yeah, fuck. And I was like, oh my god, why did you t-? She She didn't say what happens to the aunt or whatever. And I just completely, my mind went towards, what if she dies? She dies. She dies. She fucking dies. And this was before I'd seen the story. And this story just says that someone dies. And if Aunt May dies, because I don't know who else could die. Nobody else could die, right? Except obviously the villains, but who cares about that? (laughs) But if Aunt MJ can't die, we have three more movies to go through. Ned can't die, we have three more movies to go through. But Aunt May, how am I supposed to go through three more movies without Aunt May? I love the actress who plays Aunt May. I love Aunt May in Tom Holland's movies. It's my favorite Aunt May from any movies, Andrew or Toby. So how am I supposed to live with myself right now? How am I supposed even worse? How am I supposed to wait a whole fucking week? It's Sunday today. I have to wait till Saturday. How am I supposed to do that? Oh my god! And how? Okay. How am I supposed to voice words now? I just uninstalled Instagram. I'm so destroyed and upset. I could cry, and I'm probably going to. Because everyone I know cried when they came out of the theater because everybody has seen the movie except this bitch right here who claims to be the biggest MCU fan. I don't claim to be the biggest MCU fan, but I just became a fan. I am one of them. It's not a competition. Okay. Aside from this, what do I have? Not even Twitter and Instagram. I have been seeing so many spoilers on YouTube. I am going... To kill myself I so oh my god YouTube I keep seeing like this channel post Ooh, dash confirmed dash confirmed and it's like two hours ago 
so it's obviously clips from the movies. Just stop spoiling shit for people. I fucking beg you. Like, it's, it can't be that hard, right? So, no more. I don't have YouTube installed anyway. I use it on Safari. But no more YouTube. Unless I do it on, like, the private tab. Because the private tab doesn't show me recommended content from MCU. Because I use my actual account for that. So, private YouTube. No more Instagram at all. No more Twitter at all. All this for a week. It cannot be that hard. I still have WhatsApp to connect with my friends. I... Fuck. Okay, wait. Still I still have WhatsApp to connect with my friends. That's all I need. Maybe read a fucking book. Maybe finish Dune. Maybe watch some more movies. I watched Spencer yesterday, which was okay. So I'll just distract myself. It's just a week. It's just a fucking week, okay? And I don't even have school for like an entire week. I have to go on Tuesday and maybe I'll go on Wednesday. Maybe I won't. I'll see. Um, And then we have holidays from the from Thursday and we have offline school on Monday so not that hard I hope um okay before I go into tears here's what else I think is going to happen in Nightmare Heights because we're at it so I'm gonna make the single podcast simply about No Way Home predictions and then my reaction after watching the movie hopefully (laughs) um I'm shaking so hard it's so fucking cold Okay, here's what I think is going to happen. I know they've been blandly um, being like, no, Andrew and Toby aren't going to be in it. And I haven't seen a spoiler that says, you know, I haven't seen an actual footage that says, oh, they were in the movie. So thank God for that because I want to be surprised. Here's what I think is going to happen. Toby and Andrew definitely, definitely 1,000%. And this is solely just from what I think and not because I've seen a spoiler for this or anything. Of course, I've seen the leaked pictures or the Andrew Garfield video, but you never know, you know. I I don't know. Everybody saw those, and this, that was before the movie came out. So I'm saying I haven't seen any clips from the movie that say, oh, oh, oh. And you know what's so funny, right? After I watched my friend's story, Tom Holland's story showed up, and it was a story of him and two other people in Spider-Man suits. And before I saw their faces, I was like, oh, my God, even Tom Holland just spoiled No Way Home for me because he confirmed all three of them were in it. But apparently it's because they were his stunt symbols. So I'm just dumb. But thank you, Tom. So that is also what like is convincing me because I was scrolling through one post. Oh my god, was that a spoiler? Scrolling through the other one. I really hope that wasn't a spoiler. So I can't keep doing that. That's so weird. Um here's what I think is going to happen. Toby, Andrew, Tom, definitely all going to appear in No Way Home. The only hope the trailer gave me was when Dr. Rock, I think, he says, You aren't Peter. So, you know, because in his universe, Peter Parker was played by Toby. So, 
they will come through and help him because if the villains are going to be there it only makes sense for the heroes to be there too right and no one who has seen the movie has come out of the theater disappointed so um and no one who has come out of the tea out of the cinema has come out without tears on their face like that's all i keep seeing and that's terrifying for me who cries as little as shit I need to take like a whole tissue paper box with me. I'm just realizing that. Um, okay. Here's what I also think is going to happen. This is the third time I'm saying this. But there, three of them are definitely going to be in the movie. But three of them are definitely going to recreate. This I'm kind of a little less unsure about. Because if this had happened in the movie, there would be pictures of this everywhere. But I thought, you know, I still do think, or I hope, or I think they recreate this three Spider-Man pointing at each other meme in No Way Home. Like, that would, oh, that would be perfect. I hope they do it. I think they, they must, right? Yeah, they should, right? They have to. So, that, and I also... Think, oh, yes, when MJ is falling from the tower in the trailer, I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is going to be the one who saves her because he has been living with the guilt of not being able to save Gwen when he thinks he could have. So maybe this will be a great way for himself to be satisfied with, oh, yeah, I did try hard. I It just wasn't supposed to happen so i really hope that happens to imagine if that is how his spider-man is introduced that would be absolutely bonkers and i've also been seeing a lot of no context spoilers which is basically like this meme page posting random pictures but without any context so i saved those We'll definitely see what those meant after I reinstall Instagram next week. Um, so, yeah. I will probably still be using Instagram to answer DMs. Because, like, how? <coughs> because I have friends. But... I don't know. I'm just so distraught. I'm so distraught right now, and I wish I had read the caption on my friend's story who said special target at my name, so I would have known it's something MCU-related, because she said this is for all the friends who haven't seen the new Marvel movie. Um, so I wish I'd seen that before I read the actual tweet, because... If I was more, I just wish I could rewind back to a few minutes of my life and just not click it or just have done something else. I don't know. I'm going to be sobbing in the theater if she dies. I cannot even say her name out loud. She can't die. I love her. Okay, I need to stop putting all my trauma baggage on you guys and actually man up and handle this myself. Um, so hopefully the next time you hear from me, 
it's either going to be because I spoiled, I got spoiled, another thing was spoiled for me, or when I've actually watched the movie, or, you know, when I'm planning on watching the movie, or any updates at all, so, yeah, I, I can't wait to listen back to this podcast after I watch the movie, and be like, oh, no, Aunt May didn't die, see, I'm still in denial, I still think she's going to live, please let her live, but please, Y'all already took Iron Man, Vision, Black Widow, so many people from me. And now you guys want to take Aunt May, my comedic relief, my, my hot aunt. She's the life of these Spider-Man movies. Like how... I cannot even take this anymore. Fuck this. Okay, I'm going to shut up. And delete Twitter. Okay, goodbye. Okay, so I did not watch the movie yet. I definitely did not get a spoiler. I mean, I deleted all my shit. So this is the same day I recorded the first half of the segment. That was 9 a.m. This is 3 p.m. So I've been going very good. I mean, I don't really care about social media right now. (laughs) I have been distracting myself and a lot of other shit that I have. But I wanted to talk about something. So before I deleted Twitter, I was like, I was going to like do something. But I was like, okay, I stopped halfway. But I ended up seeing a flicker of the trending page of my country. And the top two topics that were trending, number one topic that was trending was Gwen Stacy, and the second was Rest in Peace. So we know someone dies. If if Gwen Stacy is already dead, like she, I don't think Emma Watts, Emma Stone is going to be in this movie at all. She's dead. So I don't know why she's trending. Maybe, or maybe this could like be something because my twitter it's kind of like i have to refresh it to see the latest trends but i mean from what i could tell it did look like a lot of spider-man stuff so and that movie came out recently so i don't know why she was trending she's number one trending and then second was rest in peace which is odd as fuck but which could be for anything it did not say marvel definitely did not say marvel so I am petrified, and I don't know how I'm gonna, what I'm going to do with myself this next week. But like I said, I have a lot of stuff to do. I don't know if I told this here, but if I, or if I told this to one of my friends. But So today, you know, I'll pass. Tomorrow we have offline school, Monday. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have online school. Thursday, from Thursday, we have our winter vacations. And on Friday, we maybe, maybe, maybe have the school festival. It's not confirmed, so, you know, I'll go there, and then on Saturday, of course, I hopefully, 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 hopefully watch the movie. It's so weird because the cinema where I have to watch the movie hasn't, had, they have uploaded the schedule to the, till Thursday, which is 23rd, so I'm hoping to do it for the 25th soon as possible. I messaged them on Instagram about it, but, <laughs> I that's a lost cause, but. I hope they update it soon so I can, like, manage accordingly. But from what I can tell, each day for the next entire week, they have three timings for the 2D Spider-Man. Yes, this is also a thing. In my country, they're also offering 3D Spider-Man, which I was contemplating watching first. But first off, the timings for 2D Spider-Man are weird. They don't fit my schedule. Second, I have everyone who watched Spider-Man cried, and I'm going to too. So <laughs> I love how I'm fully convinced. So I don't want to cry with this huge ass glasses like no one i know watched it in 3d so 
and it's been so long since I watched the movie in 3D. I feel like the entire world just gave up, collectively gave up on 3D. But so I'm definitely gonna watch 2D because it has more timings, better timings for my schedule as well. So the three timings for um, 2D Spider-Man in the next week for, at the cinema which I have to watch it at are um, they were yeah one one p.m. 3 p.m. and then it was something like 6 p.m. so for my schedule I could go either 1 or 3 I'm definitely more likely to go at 3 than I am at 1 this is obviously if they keep these same timings for Saturday which is 25th as well which I don't know I mean it's the weekend probably maybe they should maybe it'll put more timings in because, you know, it's weekend, it's more crowded, it's Spider-Man, you know. But if it's these three, 3 p.m. is great. Um, it's a two and a half hours long movie. And you know what they do in our cinemas? They stop, they they don't play the movie at after the credits. And, you know, there's a post-credit scene, right? So... I probably won't get to watch that. I'll try to stay till the credits, but they usually like turn all the lights on. They're like, go, we have to clean up and shit. So hopefully I get to watch the end credit scene because otherwise I'll have to wait till the movie comes on digital, which I don't know when that's going to happen because because Eternals took so long to go on online. It still isn't online. It's going on 12th of January. So. I still haven't watched Eternal, so I really hope I get to see that in credit scene too. Okay, so I apologize for the person I'm gonna become for the next 25 minutes, but I finally watched No Way Home. Not even 24 hours from now. I watched it 25th December, Saturday, 2021, 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. Okay, I have so much to say, but I have no words to put it. I don't even know where to start. Okay, let's talk about how it actually happened. My plan was okay. In my country, they're showing it 3D and 2D. I wanted to watch it 2D because I knew it was going to be an emotional movie. And all of my friends cried watching it. I was like, shit, I'm an emotional bitch. I'm going to sob. So I was like, I don't want those glasses on me while I'm crying with a mask inside of here because that's just insane. So, and I'm, I don't die for 3D movies either. I, I like watching movies 2D. I don't have a problem with that at all. So I was like, I'm watching 2D, but on Saturday, the only 2D show they had, they had only one 2D show the entire day. And in the cinema I was going to, of course, there are other cinemas close by, which have way more than that number of shows. But they had only one 2D show, which was 12 p.m. And my mom was like, that's too early. We cannot go there so early. Like, we'll have to just hurry up, pack everything. That's too much time because it's also very far away. So I was like, okay. Then we can go on Sunday to the cinema that is closer to us. And because they have like 10 different timings, 2, 3D, 2D, 3D, ultra premium gold shit. And they, it's a huge cinema. So I was like, okay, we can go there on Sunday. It's inside a mall. So I was like, okay, if not Saturday, Sunday. But then my mom was like, it'll be too crowded on Sunday because it's a weekend. So maybe Monday. And I was like, it's just going to be prolonged for too long. And I had already deleted instagram twitter no youtube since the previous sunday so i was like it'll be a week then so on saturday i was like kind of, i wasn't pissed off i was like don't worry i'll watch the movie sunday it's fine so when we got there 
to my grandma's house. The cinema is closer to my grandma's house. So we, go, we our plan was if we were going to watch a 2D one, we'd go to my grandma's house like we do every Saturday. And from there, my aunt will drop me off at the cinema with my sister, maybe. I wasn't, she wasn't sure because she hadn't seen any MCU film. So I was like, okay, great. But then obviously the plan got canceled. So we were like, okay, just go and spend a day at grandma's, go to movie theater on Sunday. Cool. When we got there, my cousin was there too. She's like nine. It's her birthday right now. Happy birthday. So um, we got there. My sister, she asked me, what are the timings for the 3D Spider-Man? Because she is younger than me, of course. So she was like, I want to watch 3D. I'm like, girl, this is my film. I'm gatekeeping this film for the life of me. And now you want to go against me and watch the 3D? And my cousin was like, okay, let's watch 3D. So they both, we checked the timing on the website. The cinema said that the 3D times were 3 p.m. So it was perfect because it was like 2 p.m. when we were checking it. So they both were like, okay, we'll both go. And I was like, you bitches, I have to, the biggest Marvel stand in the house has to wait another day for to watch the movie while you are going to watch it today without me and I knew because they're both younger than me they will come home and spoil the shit out of it for me and that was insane because I had deleted Twitter I've never deleted Instagram or Twitter since I've had them sure I've had periods where I don't use them as much like quarantine I was so busy reading and doing stuff that was like that was such a great probably my peak honestly now that I look back on it but I've never actually deleted them on purpose. And for a week, it was insane. And I had I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was like, I was so jealous. But I was like, okay. My mom was like, just go watch it. It's 3D. It's fine. You'll have to go alone tomorrow then. I was like, I'm fine going alone. I don't care. I don't need emotional support. But so my aunt was like, okay, let's just both of us go and go drop these. You drop my cousin, my sister, and this is mine. We'll come back. Like yeah 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 sure why not so I didn't put I didn't even put my hair in a ponytail I didn't even grab a mask because I thought I was just gonna go drop them I didn't even take money with me for the tickets they only they both did they both even had the 3D glasses already so they didn't have to buy it so they took those with them but they were like if those glasses don't work in case you know the technology changes or stuff so they had extra money for the glasses in case they needed to buy new ones, all right? So when we got there, the entire ride, I was like, I'm not watching, of course. So my aunt was like, you should stay over at my grandma's house. And then tomorrow, we again had a 12 p.m. show the next day for 2D. So she's like, I'll drop you here tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, I'll stay. I have no problem with that. So she's like, okay, great. So when we got there, I obviously, I, I, there was a mask. I found a mask. We had to go inside to buy the tickets for my cousin and my sister. So I got a mask. It was inside the car. We went inside. We bought tickets. And while we were buying tickets, I asked, I asked the, I, I told my, uh, my aunt to ask the receptionist to tell us the timings for the 2D tomorrow. I just wanted to confirm that. The website said 12 p.m. Um, so I just wanted to confirm it. I'm actually going to check right now if that changed. But when I asked him about the timings, he said that the timings might change. They are changing the timings for the Spider-Man on Sunday. 
So because there was, I mean, I got a little scared with this because since there was only one 2D show the entire day Sunday, I was like, what if they even removed that show? So I'll be left with nothing but the 3D version, even waiting, even after waiting 24 hours after this show. So I was like, what if they remove even that single show and add all 3D shows and I'll be left with nothing. I'm actually going to check it right now if they changed it or not, but that's what he said. Let me check. So when he said that, I was so I was like, "Fuck! What do I? What if I don't even get to watch it tomorrow? Or what if I have to watch three D even tomorrow after waiting so long?" Okay, the timings haven't changed. It still says um, Spider-Man two D English, twelve p.m. So that's great. Yeah, but. So there's that. But when he said that, I was like, what did they remove even that one timing? So I started to kind of get terrified. I asked my aunt that, what's the time? Because I was like, if, you know, the movie has already started. And because I thought it was kind of late, but I don't know. They didn't start the movie until we got there. So I was like, then I'm not watching. I'll wait till tomorrow. But at that point, I was starting to kind of be like, maybe I should watch it. Because I cannot tolerate, like, going. And then, you know what happened? We bought the tickets from outside. We went inside. And they were, like, because, you know, my cousin and my sister are younger. So they were, like, they allowed us to go inside and so make them sit on their chairs and yada, yada, yada. And, and they let us go inside the theater. And when I got there, it was, it, it, I didn't know this before, but it was the Gold Lounge, which is, like, the premium one of the two. And it's very, I've heard great things about the Gold Lounge. I've never been there. But I've heard it's amazing because the seats are reclinable and stuff. So I was like, I started to get major FOMO. I was like, shit, this is it. But then I went inside to drop them. And I, I was like, I just let me, I was like, I just want to watch this movie. I've been waiting for more than a week. And now it's finally here and I'm acting like a bitch and not watching it. So I asked my aunt, I was like, Hey, you got any money by any chance? And she's like, why? You want to buy popcorn? And I was like, no, I I think I might want to watch the movie. And so she was like, I didn't bring my purse. So because the glasses, they brought my cousin and my sister brought two glasses from home. And they be asked our receptionist and they, he said that the glasses are perfect. They will work. So I asked my cousin and my sister if they had the extra money that they brought for glasses. Maybe I could borrow it from them and buy a ticket. So I collected that money and it was total 1100 I needed 1000 for the ticket and I needed 200 for the glasses. So it wasn't even 1100 It was like 1020 or something. So I was like, at least we can get the ticket. So there was this worker standing there and she was super nice and... I was like, I don't have the money for, I was telling my aunt, I was like, we don't have money for the glasses. And the worker overheard us and she was like, I can give you the glasses. And my aunt was like, thank you so much. I'll pay you when I come back to pick them up. So she brought me the glasses. I sat down and my my sister and my cousin were like, we knew you would come. You, <laughs> We knew you'd come. We knew you couldn't resist. And I was like, okay, you win this time. Shut up and let me listen. Let me watch. So when we sat there, the movie started, and I, so the place where we sat, it was the last row, and it was a very great cinema, like, smiley nice. So it was the last row, and 
place where we sat, we had four chairs, even though we had only three tickets, but there was no one. It was kind of empty. So I, they both sat together and I sat with a step distance of one chair from them because they, I knew they both continue asking me what's happening right now, what's happening right now, what will happen. Like, girl, I'm watching it for the first time too. Let me breathe. So I sat a little farther away from them. And then the, obviously, okay, let's get into the movie now. So the movie starts with, you know, MJ and Peter swinging around and then, you know, that, that, Matt, I keep forgetting his name, but Daredevils shows up. Now, I haven't actually seen the Daredevil. I don't know if it's a movie or if it's a TV show, but I haven't seen it. So I didn't recognize him. And my theater was so dead. Oh, my God. I think it's because... Be, I I know I know why it's because I, most of them were parents who had brought their children to see the movies and there was like this one girl group and this one guy group who kind of looked like they were interested but then again I don't know um, but most you know it's, I'll tell you that in the end so we started watching and then there's the scene of Daredevil and I now knowing that that's Daredevil I'm like shit that was huge. And he says, I'm a great lawyer. I didn't get that reference because I don't know his story. I still don't know his story. I don't know his background. But that was such a cool scene when he grabs that thing out of the window. And yeah, and it was, yeah. And okay, what else happens? I have so much to say, but I'm completely blanked out right now. So after that, when he goes to... Dr. Stephen Strange. Dr. Stephen Strange, I love him so much. Like, I have never, I had never heard his name in my life before I started to get into the MCU. And why? Because he's so underrated. He and Wanda are so powerful. And I knew this even before I had seen the trailer, obviously, for Multiverse of Madness, which I'll talk about in the end. But they're both just so powerful. So he goes to his castle and, you know, his palace and he asks him for the spell to make everyone forget that he's Peter Parker and he agrees. And But he kind of messes the spell up because Peter kept keeps saying, oh, make everyone forget, but my aunt, but Ned, but MJ, but this. So that kind of messed the spell up. He tries to contain it. He does. But the fabric of reality is, as they say, is destroyed and the villains start coming through. So one of the scenes, the first scene where, oh my God, yes, this whole thing about them getting into MIT. He goes to this woman who is like into the admissions part of it, MIT. And I love that scene so much where she scolds Dr. Rock and she says, hey, that was not okay. I laughed so loud at that. I feel like I was the only one laughing. Um, so, you know, when Dr. Ock comes in, I I said this before the movie, Dr. Ock and Dr. Ock from the Tony McGuire series, Electro from Andrew Garfield and Mysterio from Tom Holland. These are my three favorite villains of all time. But I also love Willem Dafoe. But you know what's so funny? Okay, I'll talk about this more. But when Dr. Rock appeared, I was like, oh my god, that's him. It wasn't as impactful as it should have been because we obviously know that from the trailer. But 
no I, I like I've been watching audience reactions on YouTube since I came back and everyone reacted so much more wildly at the vulture end at the green goblin entrance but I so ashamed to admit this but I forgot the name of green goblin until he took his mask off I completely forgot I thought I was vulture but I was like isn't that in the Tom Holland movie that can't be right that ain't vulture so I knew I was wrong but I forgot his name until he took his mask off but I'm glad I realized that but okay so he comes in and this is the time when Steven holds starts to hold these villains captive in their in his cages so oh my god when Willem when um Norman Oscorp says you know I'm something of a scientist myself I screamed so loud internally because the theater was dead quiet and I would be I would be so it would be so embarrassing if I was just screaming and going crazy you know contrary to popular belief I actually love a wild theater though I do think it would be a better to have a wild theater when you have subtitles on the movie which is unlikely most of the movies here don't have subtitles because you'll miss some of it because of the screaming but I would definitely prefer a wild crowd or a dead audience like mine was. But I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. I'll take care of this for the next one. Not wait a week for the movie. And number two, choose a night time. Because that's when the good audience starts to come in. I don't know what the relationship is. But also third, go to a better near cinema. This one was very far away. So it was like distant. But I don't know. So when he says that, I was like, oh my god, that's literally the fucking line. How are none of you guys realizing that? That was so genius. I'm so surprised I caught that. I'm not surprised I would have caught that. That was amazing. So that line and, you know, when Steven is like, you need to send these people back to their universes. And Peter's like, no. And then Peter, you know when uh, Dr. Steven, Dr. Steven is so powerful when he does his thing when he pushes Tom Holland out of his physical body, but Tom is still able to control his body, which I have dug more deep into, and it's it's basically more detailed in the novel, in the comic books, but it's because his fire senses control his body. This is why, because... His body says it's control his body, not his actual, not his actual soul, which is why in the first scene where Daredevil catches the parcel, Tom doesn't realize this because he doesn't have his spider suit on, so he doesn't have the spider senses. Um, so when he pushes that, he's able to control his body, which was amazing. And then you know the entire mirror dimension, that shit was so cool, like the editing. Ooh, top notch, top notch, top notch. That was one of the prettiest scenes I've ever seen. Like physically, like aesthetically and visually pleasing scenes that I've ever seen. After that, when Tom comes back from imprisoning him, he asks Dr. Dr. Octo his name. Yes, Dr. Octo got into. So basically now what Tom decides is Tom decides that he'll fix the villains so they don't actually die when they go back home this is around the time when electro and 
Sandman are introduced as well. And when Electro is introduced, he says, are we all going to act like I'm not butt-ass naked? And Sandman says, I am. And then he sends them to the dungeons. It was just, it was crazy. I laughed so much at that scene too. Um, and obviously the Scooby-Doo, this crap was amazing. Oh my God, this. When <laughs> the entire thing about sir between steven and tom holland i keep calling him tom holland because you know there i can't call him spider-man right now you know why <laughs> um so the entire thing you're like he's like call me sir and then he's like and sometimes the other time he's like call don't call me sir and it was such it was such great significance and i'm so happy that the line you know, something else I miss myself is now an MCU thing. It, because I did not know that was from the MCU until I watched the Tobey Maguire film. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Pause, rewind, let me watch it again. That was so crazy to me. So now that it's happening all over again, I'm like, yes, I love it. Um, so then he decides to do all that. But for this, he need not please help. And he successfully fixes... Dr. Octo with the help of Green Goblin. Not Green Goblin, but Willem Dafoe's character. Um, so we fix with Dr. Octo. Dr. Octo becomes a nice man. I need to trust him. He will learn for a reason until he fucks up a little bit. And he doesn't fuck up. I fucked up because I have trust issues. But I'll talk more about that when we get to that scene. So that happens. And then maybe I should open like the Wikipedia word because... I feel like I'm missing, I'm going in not, not the right timeline, I'm so around, I cannot breathe, okay, I just need to catch my breath, you guys, I'm so sorry, I need to shut up, okay, no way home, wiki, okay, here we go, okay, here we go, um, he goes to a feast building where May confronts him before Parker retrieves him. While discussing their battles with Spider-Man, Osborne, Octavius, and Dolson, they're pulled from the universe before their death. Strange prepares a spell. Yes, um, Parker steals the box traps, uh, box spells, traps Strange in a mirror dimension, and May takes the villains to Happy Hogan's apartment. He, careful, he successfully cures Octavius, but Osborne's goblin persona, yes, that's what you call it, takes control and convinces the uncured villains to betray Parker. Yes, so he gives this uh, cure, like the serum, to Electro so he could take all the electric power away from Electro, but just as it's about to do that, Norman Oscorp's goblin personality takes over and he just leashes the box out of his heart so he still has his bars and this is when aunt may starts to run and i was so scared because like i said i did get spoiled that someone is going to die and i connected the dots and i was like aunt may is going to die but then i was like fuck she can die i love her so much um i still think that andrew garfield's aunt is better or at least it developed her better because her only but I also love Aunt May from Tom Holland. I can't do it. I can't choose. Anyways. 
As Dylan, Marco, and Connors escape, Oswald injures May, who tells Parker that with great power, there must also come great responsibility. I finished the sentence myself. Granted, I did say with great powers comes great responsibility, but you know, it's the same illustration, reiteration, or illustration of the same one. So, you know, being those being her last words, that, that wasn't even her last word. Her last word was, I just need to catch my breath, which hurts like shit because it was so, it reminded, all it reminded me of was when Tony was dying and even there, you know, heart, Peter was there too. So seeing him go through that all over again, it was just, because he doesn't have a family, the Aunt May, Ned and, and Jay were all he had, and Happy were all he had, along with obviously Andrew and Toby. But now at the end, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have no one. I'll get to that when we get there. Okay. Ned discovers that he can create portals using Strange's shivering, slingering. So I was so happy that Ned finally discovered his power. And um, because he's such a cool side character, he's so funny and when he did that thing and I was like, oh shit, because the whole reason we even have Toby and Andrew in this movie are is Matt. He tries to bring, he is worried, so he tries to bring, he tries to visit Peter, who is with his aunt, who is dying. So he tries to open this portal, but instead he opens this portal to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Now what happened was, this was, we got, yes, so the interval came before Aunt May's death. Yes, so when the interval came, I didn't even know that I've been watching this movie. I know a lot of people had the critique, or at least some of my friends or people I know did, that they couldn't really get engrossed by the first half of the movie because they knew Andrew and Toby were going to come in, so they were just waiting for that moment. But for me, granted, I did know they were going to come. Like, I was so sure of it even though I hadn't had any confirmation, of course. I did. My sister told me that there are going to be three Spider-Men. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. So, it did kind of have that confirmation, but I didn't know. And, you know, I, I'm so glad I didn't have that thing because I was so completely enamored during the first half of the movie. I didn't even care to think twice about the will about Toby and Andrew, even though... You know, I was so excited for that, but I didn't think of that. So I was so fully enamored by the first half. So when Interro came, I was like, shit, we're already halfway through. Wasn't, when are Andrew and Joey supposed to come in? Because my prediction was that they would come in after the 40 minute mark. I said that because Marvel said that they could show the first 40 minutes of the movie to the press. But so I realized. So I didn't put I didn't put two and two together when I watched it, but you know how that famous tweet says Toby Maguire is a better Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield is a better Spider-Man. So they introduced Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, but introduced Toby Maguire as Peter Parker, which is so genius. Um, so when you know Andrew Garfield comes first, so he opens the portal and Andrew Garfield comes in and then he's wearing a mask because he's in the costume, he's Spider-Man. But I realized why his voice. He says, "I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy." I was like, "That's my man. That's Andrew fucking Garfield." And then he takes the mask off and I was just, no one screamed, no one shouted, no one shrieked. And I was just sitting there like, ah, this is the best, this is the greatest moment in cinematic history that I've ever seen because that was such a great entry scene. And obviously he, MJ throws the bread, this entire scene was just, 
everything I could have wanted and more. Amjad throws a bread at him and gets ready to fight. And he's like, what did you do? why did you do that? And he's like, you should have had a Peter Tingle. And he says, I do have a Peter Tingle, just not for bread. So she throws him a piece of bread. And then he sticks himself to the ceiling. And then Ned's aunt, Ned's grandma or mother, whoever that is, she's so hilarious. She was like, can you ask him to get the cobweb off, please? Just, and then he gets the cobweb off. And she says, thank you. That was so adorable. And then um, they open the portal again. And then Emily um, says, let's just keep trying to open the portal until we find the real Peter Parker. And Andy Garfield is like, ouch. <laughs> that is so adorable because Zendaya and Andy Garfield are my two favorite human beings on this planet. So watching them interact, I, I should have expected this earlier, but I just didn't I didn't have time I was stressing the fuck out I didn't even know I was gonna watch the movie that day I didn't have time so that was insane so they open the portal Tilly McGuire comes in you know unmasked he's 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 Peter Parker so obviously I recognize him and then they start they look at each other you know Spider-Man and uh, Tom oh no Toby and Andrew they look at each other and they start throwing webs at each other and I was like don't go against each other we already have the villains and then Ned's, Ned's well, whoever that is says ask them to pick up the webs that they just threw and she was such a comedic relief and then she said okay I'm going to bed and I was like he's my favorite person ever and then they all go to Spider-Man Tom Holland who is heartbroken because you know Aunt May had just died and I didn't know what to feel because we had seen so many I was so surprised not surprised but shocked and so flabbergasted seeing Andrew and Toby and then I was sad because of Aunt May but then I was so laughing my ass off because of the jokes that Ned's aunt was making or whoever that is so they go to Spider-Man and while watching the scene I knew I was gonna watch the biggest scene the most exciting scene in of the entire year or of the entire mcu because this was just amazing because they were all going to see each other for the first time three of them so that scene happens they jump off that building and they tell mine like oh wait 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 and then they bond over their grief and their trauma and tom is like i can't forgive myself finally died for nothing and they said they finish his quote with great power comes great responsibility. They say, uh, Uncle Ben said that before to die. And then, oh, this scene means so much to me. And Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man says, I just don't want you to make the same mistakes that I did. And it was just so much to handle all at once. And seeing them three interact and just bond. And it was just so amazing. Okay, they instead, oh, let me continue reading. They instead find two other versions of Peter who were summoned by Strange. Um, Ned and MJ find Parker and comfort him while the Parker share stories of losing their loved ones and encourage Parker to find me his honor. Yes, and they also talk about what their comfort places were. Like he says, mine was the Empire Street building. And, you know, they all have these places that they can call home. So the three Parkers, this scene was so cute. Developed cures. This was in the laboratory. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man had the lab coat on and... <laughs> Toby McGuire was making that spell and Ned kept asking him, did you have a best friend? And he was like, yeah, he died in my arms because he tried to kill me. And I was like, Harry, that was Harry. And then Ned just looks around like, oh, 
Nice, interesting, interesting. That's so funny. And uh, okay, yes, that scene where Andrew Garfield says, "Are you gonna go to go fight theaters dressed as a youth pastor?" That was so funny. And um, and he was like, "I have my suit." Watching the audience reactions on YouTube is actually insane because everyone was so happy at that scene, including me. But I didn't show it because the entire theater was dead. Um, and then always, I missed the scene. But when Aunt May asks, are you thirsty? Do you need salt or fresh water? And he asks, what? And our doctor after asks, what? And he's like, yeah. because." And she's like, yeah, because you're an octopus. <laughs> Some people did laugh at that scene, which made me, made me restore my faith in humanity somewhat. Because I was like, okay, at least you guys are watching. I thought we were all sleeping. I thought that was the plan. I'm so sorry. I'm bullying people who were at the theater. I'm so sorry. But they lure the villains to the Statue of Liberty where Peter 2 and Peter Parker. So Peter 2 is um, Tobey Maguire and Peter 3. This entire scene where he says, okay, well, I'm Peter 3, Andrew Garfield. So that was hilarious. And, you know, when he says, I love you guys so much, Dusty. Oh my god, single-handedly carried the entire MCU on its back. It was so cute. It, it obviously is reminiscent of the the office scene. And oh my god, in the laboratory when Ned says Peter, and they all like, yeah, me, you know, you, you, and that was they recreated the pointing at each other, me, which I also predicted. Um, and then he's like Parker, and he's like, yeah, all still the same. And he's like Spider-Man, and I'm like, yeah, we still have three. So he says the computer, and then they understand. And then the scene where Ned says, I can do magic, but I promise you I'm not going to turn into a supervillain and try to kill you. And Andrew Garfield pats him on the back. <laughs> that was so cute. Okay, I'm smiling, but I'm ready to fight and throw hands and cry because I know what's coming next. All right. So the entire scene where they jump off that in the Statue of Liberty building, get their webs on, and then they land in a triangle. Brilliant. I need an HD quality video of that right fucking now. So they cure Mark and Connors while Octavius tries to help and cures Dylan. Um, Ned frees Strange on a mirror dimension, yes. And he explains that his cure is working, but Osborn arrives and destroys the box spell, rupturing the barrier separating universes. Okay. This is the time, this is a scene where the entire building that they are standing on completely destroyed, is completely destroyed and MJ, as we know, falls from the building and like we see in the trailer. Now in the trailer, we obviously also see Tom Holland jumping off to save her and they ex he extends her hands, hand towards her. But even before I saw the scene in the trailer, in the cinema, I was like, I want Andrew Garfield Spider-Man to save MJ because if Tom Holland Spider-Man saves MJ, it will be more like a rub in your face because I, I was able to save my girl, but you weren't. So I was like, we don't want that. Instead, I would love to have a redemption arc for Tobe, our Andrew Garfield himself because he, you know, in the first Amazing Spider-Man, he blames himself for Uncle, ba Uncle Ben's death. And in the second Amazing Spider-Man, he blames himself for Gwen's death. So I was like, this poor man has been through so much. Just let him do this one thing. So <laughs> and he turns, he falls up. Tom Holland jumps up. And well, halfway, when he's about to save her, 
you know, green goblin stuff comes in and pushes them aside and just then <laughs> Andrew Garfield jumps out the building, saves MJ and Joanne and he asks her, are you okay? And, and she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And he starts crying. I can just picture his face. I've been watching the scene on repeat, even though, yes, it's not on HD, but you know, there are some low quality videos. And I've been watching this on repeat since I got back. I, I just, it's, this is, is it's such a big coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence that two of my favorite scenes of any movies of any time ever include Andrew Garfield. The first one is from The Social Network, where he smashes a laptop and says, you better lawyer up. And the second one is this. So, and they both include Andrew Garfield. He's just, give him his Oscar right now, or I will sue and I will protest and he saves I don't know why I'm gonna cry okay he saves MJ from falling and he starts crying when he saves her and she asks are you okay and he he's like yeah I'm okay he saved the girl but that wasn't his girl but I hope he finally forgives himself because we know he tried so hard to save Gwen and I really wish she hadn't died, but this entire scene, you know, just put a cap to the bottle and it's just a perfect way to her dead mission. He, I really hope he forgives himself after this scene because yeah, it was it was so much. It was a lot to handle. Um, it's probably my favorite scene in the entire movie. Um, <laughs> If you can't tell by my voice, I am on the verge of tears. Okay. While Strange works to maintain the barrier and enraged Parker attempts to kill Osborne, but Peter too stops him. So this was so annoying because obviously I don't want Realm DeFoy's character because he's not a bad person. Norman Oscar isn't a bad person, but the Green Goblin persona he has is, and it's, we can't trust him. So he sa saves Realm DeFoy, and then, you know, when he gets stabbed from the back, I was like, you marvel we already watched one people we already watched aunt may die mj was going to die and now you're killing spider-man really and then obviously he doesn't die thank god i would have okay i don't even know what i would have done i have no words so when he stabbed him i was like you bitch he saved you peter three and parker inject osborne with his cure restoring his sanity Restoring his sanity, Parker realizes that the only way to protect him was words and serves himself from everyone's memory and requests that strange to do so. And this entire scene where he promises MJ and Ned and, you know, he she's like, I found you once, I'll do it again. I was going to cry. I was like, we came so far only to come so far because it's all going to be like it never happened. And that, just saying that out loud is real. Um, so they hug and they kiss in the sunlight and, you know, and then the spell works and he hugs Spider-Man and he is unable to communicate and he's like, I just, I, 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 and they're like, we get that, we, it's what we do. And he's like, so that scene and, um, and they return and, you know, the scene where they're disappearing, Peter one, Peter 2 and Peter 3 are disappearing, they're hugging each other and I was like, the bromance between Peter 2 and Peter 3 is impeccable and that scene where Andrew Garfield cracks and um, Tobey Maguire's back, 
so cute and um that scene where he talks about oh my god you make your webs in your body where else can you shoot them from only your wrists that was so hilarious because we know the entire fandom has been asking that question i've seen that so many times on twitter and i'm like i would love to know that so <laughs> that the romance between them is just amazing and then when they're returning i was like i'm about to witness something that has never happened before that will never happen and you know what's so crazy they actually say to each other well we'll see i'll see you they don't say goodbye i really hope they come back i don't know what i'll do and there are also rumors that andrew garfield will be returning for future and see projects i i would kill myself if they make the amazing spider-man 3 out of happiness of course because i i've given both the amazing spider-man to five stars and i watched those before no way home that is my favorite still is my favorite series granted the no way home is the best spider-man movie ever um so i really hope even if it's not the main spider-man 3 i hope he comes back in like venom or something because the dude that he says i've never fought an alien i want to fight an alien and you know peter parker um talon has fought thanos and uh, blah blah toby lagar has fought venom so it'll be interesting to see because Andrew Garfield is the only one who didn't get a trilogy. <laughs> like, and he was the best writer, man. And you guys are too late. I have this urge of um, gatekeeping Andrew Garfield's writer, man, now that everyone is voting over him and being like, yeah, he's the best writer, man. Like, girl, you should have done that 10 years ago when his movies came out. No one was willing to watch those. No one gave those good reviews. And now all of a sudden, you guys are awake. I was like, two of them. So you can't blame me. Okay, and then including Eddie Brock, who is a piece of the Venom symbiote. Two weeks later, Parker visits MJ and leads to reintroduce himself, but decides against us one morning at Mary's grave. It's a conversation. Yeah, ha- Happy says, hey, kid. Like, what, hey, kid? He's your best friend. He's your best man. And then, Ned, you were the guy in the chair. It's crazy how they forgot everything. It was so sad i know i feel like crying and i i think i have hyperventilated during that entire scene because i don't know what i was doing i think it was a trauma response actually i was not blinking i was not breathing i was not there i did not remember any of it i think my brain actually blocked that entire thing out of my memory but then you know what's so crazy like everyone everyone left the lights turned on the credits started rolling everyone started to leave and i was like are any of the real MCU fans actually here? Because you don't leave the theater until the screen is black. The next people are coming and kicking you out. Because there were two. I, I did my homework. I knew there were going to be two scenes. I knew one of them was like a mid credit scene. And the other one was the Multiverse of Madness trailer or teaser. So I waited. I asked my cousin and my sister to wait too. They did for the first scene. We watched the Venom scene. And, you know, that's when they talk about the blip. And he says, oh, you have this blue billionaire who can fly. That's crazy. And then he disappears and he's a piece of this Venom symbiote here, which I'm assuming is what's going to happen in Spider-Man 4 because that is what happened in Tobey Maguire's third Spider-Man movie, which is not my favorite movie. But then again, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't not, I didn't, I didn't not like the concept. I just didn't like the execution, maybe. I don't know. I remember much from that movie anyway. So, and, you know, the entire ending scene where MJ and Ned are just like, oh, hey, you, I know you're from school. Like, 
we have spent an entire lifetime together. That is so terrifying. That is now my worst fear. Like, I'm even forgetting who you are and the memories of my life. Oh, God. I would fall. I would cry. Um, and then, you know, they summoned a, a two, like, the girl group and the guy group that I was talking about in the beginning, who seemed like MCU fans. They stayed up till the Venom scene. But then everyone left, including my sister and my cousin. And I was like, you guys, we still have one more scene. And they couldn't care less because they're not going to watch the next Multiverse of Madness movie, right? But I am. And I knew that this isn't online anywhere. But now I know the Multiverse of Madness trailer is on the actual official Netflix page, Netflix MC Marvel page. So I was like, okay. But I was like, I need to watch it. So I saw Wanda on the big screen. I didn't know how that happened. I didn't know she was going to be in it. But it's insane. I love it. I love her. And, you know, seeing Strange and now knowing. I having seen What If, one of my favorite What If episodes was actually the Dark Doctor Strange one because it was, it just opened this whole realm of new possibility. So seeing that happen in real life is just amazing because I think Doctor Strange is one of the most fascinating, interesting characters in Marvel and just seeing him, the dark side of him, because he's always tried so hard. He's such a, both Wanda and Doctor Strange are disturbed people in their own way, so I, you can only imagine the chaos that would ensue when they combine and join forces. So that was insane. Can't wait for that movie. It's coming next year, I know, and Thor is also coming next year. So we have two new projects. I did hear that there are 21 projects of Marvel under development, which is insane. Please announce them. I will try. I'll try? What? And please tell me there is at least one involving Andrew Garfield because the love and the respect I have for that man is beyond this world. Like, he is the epitome of perfection. He's sunshine in a bottle, and I love him so much. And I know a lot of people had the problem that if Amazing Spider-Man 3 comes out, what will his love interest be? Because we don't have Gwen. We don't want another character. That is very true. We do not want another character. I think that scene with MJ because I love Andrew Garfield. I hope Tobey Maguire. I know he's gotten a lot older, and that's understandable. I mean, that's how aging works. And now they had to CGI Doctor Rock and some of the other villains too. But that's all right. I don't mind that. But I'm glad they kept Tobey Maguire at his real age. That would have been weird to see him so much younger. Everyone ages, it's fine. I love still have the nostalgia and the love I hold for Tony McGuire movies is uh, is great too, and I love him. So I wouldn't mind him being in the future Marvel movies either. But let's talk about how Andrew Garfield deserves an Oscar for because he was fighting for his life trying to convince us that he wasn't in in a way home. And some of the people I know actually believed him because you know that one interview where he says. I'm sorry in advance. That felt so genuine now looking back on it because he's such a good actor. He's so good at his job. And he almost convinced some people. But obviously the the pictures that were leaked. and You know, and I, I've i seen all the leaked pictures, right? It's inevitable. It, it was inevitable. Being on Stan Twitter, being on MCU Twitter, it was inevitable for me. So I, whenever I saw the leaked picture, the video coming to life, I was like, I know that scene. I know that you when he's holding onto the railing i was like yeah that's the blue scene and then when three of them are standing i was like i seen that too and then when they were sitting with happy and daredevil i think that was like i bitch i know all of this i know i remember it all too well and 
it's beyond me and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland were just fighting for their lives, trying to convince us. And meanwhile, Tobey Maguire was completely disappeared. He, he isn't in the public eye much, so he was safe. <laughs> but I'm glad the secret's out and I hope. Andrew, you were the werewolf. I think I'm going to leave that right there. By the way, I'm never going to shut up about this movie. I'll make like endless podcasts about this because I have no one else to talk to right now. Because we don't go to school anymore. We have winter vacations. So I'm just going to make shit like this because I need a place to rent. And this is such a safe place for me. Oh my god, yes, I wanted to say. When we were leaving, even I was watching the Venom scene people for the next show because there was another show right after this show. So they were starting to come through and they were like, has the movie already started? I was like, no, 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 this is just a... And I was like, no, 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 this is just a postcard scene. And they're like, come on, man, come on. We, it is our turn. And I was like, and I just said, they're like, oh, okay. And and then when I went outside, you know, I waited for my aunt or my, yeah, to come and pick us back. So we're waiting and there were so many more people coming in because there was this show right after ours. And we watched it in Gold Lounge. The next show was supposed to be the um, Red Lounge, and that was also 3D. And the people there who were seen to coming in were younger people my age, whereas the one in my theater was mostly parents who had brought their children along to watch the movie. So I was kind of having FOMO part two because I was like, this would have been so much fun to watch with actual Marvel fans. Or maybe if I should have watched it earlier, it would have, made be- it would have been better because there would be more Marvel fans. But either way, I enjoyed it and that's what matters. I don't care if the theater was dead. That's on them. Um, but it would have been great to watch it with some actual Marvel fans. But you know what? It's all right. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience and I was aware of it. I'm usually very aware when I know that this is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I was aware of it during Haunting of Villas. I was aware of it during this movie. I was aware of it during Ready or Not. I'm usually very aware of this kind of stuff. So I'll leave you right there, but I'll never stop making, never stop talking about this podcast, never shut up about this movie. And yes, I did rank this. This is my favorite Marvel movie. Granted, I've already seen, I've seen all Marvel movies once, except Endgame, but I did rank this number one. I ranked it as the number one movie of 2021 too, because nothing will top this ever, like ever.